Hi, this is Ryan, and thank you for joining us here on I Missed It. We want to hear your opinions, too. You can find us over on Twitter at I Missed It Pod. Let us know if you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer along with us, whether it's for the first time, like me, or the fifth time, like Brittany. This show would not exist as part of the Ghostlight Media Network without the support of our patrons. You can find the rest of the network shows over at ghostlightmedia.net. Please take a minute and rate and review this podcast and whatever podcatcher will let you. It really means a lot to us. That's all for now. Enjoy the show. I missed it, the podcast where we watch a show that one of us wanted to watch again, and the other one missed entirely. I'm Ryan, and I missed it. And I'm Brittany, and I did it. And we are on Buffy Season 1, Episode 8, I, Robot, You, Jane. Which is a terrible reading of that title for that is what this episode deserves. It is bad. It is very, very bad. Mm Mm-hmm. It is so bad. Um, The summary from IMDb says that Willow's new internet chat buddy turns out to be a powerful demon electronically unleashed from a centuries-old, newly digitized book. This episode is bad. And that is not even a hot take. It's just bad. I give it a four. I mean, you're nicer than me. (laughs) I give it a three and a half, and that's being kind. Well, the internet gives it a 6.8, which is the lowest so far. Yeah. It's, I don't, I do not enjoy this episode. It is the lowest so far. It is also the lowest of season one. Yeah. uh, Which is a shame, because this is the first Willow-centric episode. Yeah. And uh, Xander's episode was about hyena possession and somehow that was better yeah it was pretty i i like the xander episode right it just doesn't make sense willow's a better character and she can't even get a good episode yeah i and allison hannigan literally does everything that she can in this episode like so hard yeah it's not like she does bad necessarily it's just it's so sad that it's her big episode of this season and she doesn't really get it's to do It's not great. Lot. Not great. Angel sighting. Kind of, sort of, maybe they talk about him at the end briefly, but don't actually name him. So that doesn't count. Yeah. He's not in this episode. He's not in this episode. No. Nope. There's no David Boreanaz in this episode. Nope. So how well did you remember this episode? Um, You remembered hating it. Yes. Pretty well, honestly. I think... The biggest thing that I forgot, which is kind of dumb because it's pretty much centric to the whole episode, is I 1,000% forgot that Jenny Callender shows up this early. Uh, yeah, I didn't know who she was, um, but she's great. Miss Callender's awesome. Miss Callender's great. Also, her last name is Callender. Yes. Which just feels like a really in-joke that one of the writers had, and it just kind of stuck in. I don't know what it means, but it's well, funny. Yeah. I love Jenny Calendar. 
especially because it's very clear in this episode and I'm glad that they because I, I didn't remember whether or not they did at the beginning when she showed up but I'm glad that the, her first episode they very clearly set her up to be Giles love interest and we don't have to wait for that to develop oh no that's very clear yeah, yeah. it's very clear why she exists I mean, it's probably why they wrote her into the episode and or, or into the show, but she has a much bigger role in season two. Sure. That is very centric to someone else's plot. Gotcha. Okay. It is nice to see them playing with technology versus old school because technology has advanced quite a bit in 22 years. This episode not only does it feel like it was bad at the time, it does not hold up. No, but they would 100% still do an episode like this Oh, sure. Now. They would do something like this, for sure. There w- could easily be a somebody was putting a book into the internet or into whatever. Into their database. Into their database and a demon got loose. Absolutely. Like I a lot they... of it would still happen. It would just be... A little different. I think they would probably call it catfishing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it would be interesting because we haven't really talked about this. Well, I guess we talked about it a little bit because Giles' early behavior and being physical with Buffy, which has gone away. Yeah. It, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but Giles would be a wildly different character today. Mm-hmm. Simply because you can't be the head librarian at a high school and not like computers anymore, or at least not know how to use them. Yeah. It would be actually be very interesting to see a 2019 Giles. I think that easily he could be a character that doesn't enjoy computers and essentially only uses, knows how to use, use them like bare minimum as a high school librarian. I think that makes sense. Yeah, but he's still got to be able to use it and he can't have this completely standoffish attitude towards it, it would still be a little different. Yeah. Like, maybe he knows how to use the computer, but he isn't proficient in smartphones or the iPad. Right. So the episode does start with a flashback to Italy, and I think this is the first time they do this, where they flash back to another time and place. Correct. Um, which I have vague knowledge of that they just kind of do a lot, um, and I like it as a trope. It's interesting. Um, I don't think this one was done well. No, they do it a lot next season. Like, hearing a demon speak Italian was so weird but I really liked it, but that whole thing just didn't work. It simultaneously felt like the stakes were so high and we have to do this right now, but also nobody cared. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. It was a good idea, but it was not executed as well as it could have been. Right, and that was the first time that we've seen a full-fledged demon in prosthetics and makeup. Yes, and it was good. It was mm-hmm. the, the, might have been the best part of the episode was the demon makeup and everything for that flashback. Because we only see that in the flashback and then briefly visible on the computer screen. Yeah. Which was probably shot the same day. Yep. And that pretty much holds up throughout the entire series. And Angel is every time they have 
actual demons, the makeup and the prosthetics are really good. Yeah, it was very impressive. I did get one laugh, uh, one one particular laugh, and that was when uh, Buffy went to uh, follow or, or tail uh, Dave, yeah. and she has an actual trench coat and sunglasses. But like the girl version of a trench coat. But, but like, yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah. Um, there was, uh, yeah, whatever the female uh, getup is of a private dick, that's what it was. It was perfect. It was also the only Buffy costume that worked for this entire episode. The rest of them were not appropriate or correct or were just weird. But that costume, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is good. This is hilarious. Let's do this all the time. Yeah. Like, there are a lot, uh, like, a couple things that are in this episode that are good. I put, I really appreciate that Giles didn't get the Spider-Man reference because she said my spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, he didn't get that at all. And he was like, what? Do you have a a, a side character shout-out? Because I do. It's not really a side character mm-hmm. shout-out. I thought he was just going to be a, a throwaway at the beginning, and then Fritz stayed one of the computer boys, um, who was so mad at the beginning. He was defending computers so hard. So yeah. shout-out. I looked it up. Shout-out uh, Jameson Ryan for a good performance. Well done, Great. sir. No, I don't really... My shout-out would be Miss Calendar. I love Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you say she comes back? She does. Okay. She's not a sad character at all. I enjoyed that when <laughs> they showed Buffy and Xander going to that place that when they jumped over the fence, Buffy landed on her feet like a cat and Xander fell over. Well, yeah. What else is going to happen? But it was a good touch. I liked that. I just enjoy in general... Every time Giles talks about books and the library and whatnot because he's super passionate about it. Because Miss Calendar asked him, why don't you like computers? Mm-hmm. And he had that nice little speech about smell. And yeah, the smell. And it bring back memories and all of that. And it was it was Anthony Stewart had being given something and he just takes it and runs with it. Yeah. Because he's very good. Yeah. Um, but it was also just a really good moment it was well written it made sense it was good character development we learned something about giles but it also was like a good logical way to look at the world and sure it's backwards thinking a little bit about computers but he had a good reason mm-hmm. yeah that's that was a really good moment yeah and the- it was mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm stuck this way this is the way this is the way it's always been and i like it and there's good reasons for it yeah. And not just, oh, I'm an old crotchety old man and I don't like the newfangled technology. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know. But I thought the ending was also good. Oh, where they all get really, <laughs> really sad. Yeah. And they all have the epic foreshadowing of none of us will have good relationships while we're living on top of a hell mouth. I mean. I mean, that's kind of the show. Yeah. Um, I was literally thinking about... Later, who ha- actually has like a successful normal relationship, and 
I don't know, I feel like Willows comes the closest, but even then, it's societally and based on when it happens, it's still not normal. Sure. That's a good way of putting that, I think. Yeah. So many of the jokes in this just kind of fell flat. Like, they kept referring to email as an e-letter. Oh, yeah. Like, but it wasn't just one person. Several people did, and it bugged me. But they also said email at some points. Uh, a joke they made that they wouldn't make today is when they were listing off all the things that, when Buffy and Xander were talking about all the things that Malcolm might be, right? All he might be old or he might be creepy or he might be this or he might be that and then the thing they finally come to which is the worst possible thing they've said he might be a circus freak like "Mm, that's not a joke you make today yeah well xander said axe murderer buffy said circus freak you also wouldn't use the term axe murderer now you would use the term serial killer (laughs) probably yeah especially with how popular all of that content has become yeah also, there's a bit... Oh, when they go... Okay, so they go to sneak into this factory, right? And um, Buffy, who has established that she has all black clothing, is wearing leopard print. Because why? But granted, they were already at school and weren't planning on sneaking into the factory before. Sure. But you're, you can't change. You don't have something else in your locker. You're stuck wearing the leopard print for this? Okay. Why were you wearing leopard print in the first place? Because it's the 90s. Because it, Okay, that's fair. That's good to wear. It is the 90s. You have anything else on your list? This is going to be a short episode because it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, like, guys, I know you might just be listening to this to like relive uh, your Buffy experience. Maybe you don't have time to sit down and, and watch through all seven seasons. We're taking on that task for you. You're um, welcome. You're you're welcome. Uh, don't watch this one. Just skip it. It's bad. Or find all like the Jenny Calendar stuff because that stuff is actually really important because she reveals that she already knows that there's a demon in the internet and that she's that's a true semi some kind of pagan thing. I don't remember Somewhat what it was. Somewhat knowledgeable. Yeah. About these things. Yeah. Because that's okay that is probably the most important overall thing that happened is that not only is she here and she's a foil and potential love interest for giles um, but she's also another teacher that didn't instantly die um, but she also kind of sort of knows this demonic world yeah and that's the first one that we've come across that hasn't been a bad guy Mm -hmm. or angel yeah like the jenny stuff is important but it's it's not it's not great. Um, I also put that there there's a scene in which like it's just Willow in the computer lab, and she's talking to the computer oh, as she's typing. I got so mad. I was so mad about that because she's. It's not okay. It's not just that she is speaking aloud what she is about to type or currently typing. It's that for whatever reason, Microsoft Sam is on. Yeah. And is reading 
the messages from Malcolm back to her aloud in a computer yeah. lab at school. It's not like she's alone in her room. Yeah. It bugged me so much because it made no sense. Yeah, you're there by yourself, but it's a computer lab. People are going to walk in. <laughs> and I get that later on, like, they needed to establish for um, the uh, uh, cyborg Malcolm what the voice would sound like. Like, I yeah. get it. And that was their way of doing that. But it was, a, it was not great. No. It was not great. It takes you out of it. And it's not great. I will say, though, um, so here's a very nerdy reference um, that you might, you, you never have watched Doctor Who. No, so, I have no desire. Um, I'll pull this up on the computer so you can see what I'm talking about. This is what a Cyberman in Doctor Who looks like, and that's a little bit what <laughs> it's a little bit what Cyborg Malcolm looked like, just a little uh, more futuristic and without the horns. Yeah, well, because they tried really hard to make the Cyborg Malcolm look as close to actual demon malcolm as they could right from the flashback right. which is nice yeah it was a good touch to try to do that and to carry the aesthetic through but as soon as they showed him to me i thought i was in an episode of doctor who and i was exactly. very confused although i do want to see anthony stewart head be doctor who now i kind of yeah. want that internet can you help make that happen joss whedon give the people what they want I, every time I watch this season, or, like, we go further on in this season, it just reminds me of how much older Anthony Stewart looks in this season versus what he looks like in season seven, which is not, that's not how, how that's supposed to work. That's not how time works. But he looks so much older. Maybe he is a time lord. Maybe. Secret Doctor Who. Maybe. But it's also, like... He's got the glasses, and he's got the coats and things like that. It's just, it blows my mind every time he comes on screen, and I'm like, that is not even a little bit what you look like in Season 7. Like, he looks younger in Season 7. Which is nuts. It's so crazy. Um. We did have an instance of Buffy's casual and inconsistent strength uh, come through Mm -hmm. uh, in which evidently she can't kick metal, which makes sense, but she can do so many other things. She can rip a door off its hinges, but she can't kick metal. But for one thing, it's metal and you're going to kick it and you're a dumbass if you think you're going to kick it and it's not going to hurt. Which she did. Repeatedly. And she got electrocuted too. Yeah, and she got electrocuted. Well... Mostly electrocuted. Her feet got electrocuted. Partially electrocuted. Her heels got burned off. Yeah. Because that was need something that needed to happen. Oh, I have one more thing I need to say about this episode that bugged me. Before everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. It was just <laughs> bad. But this was okay, so this was even before the book gets scanned. So before Malcolm is a thing in the computer and okay. Willow's talking to him. Before that they're scanning books into the computer and everything, and then everybody else leaves, and Will says, I'll do a couple more. Does anybody want to stay and help me? And Xander says, no. They have a little exchange. And then as Xander's walking away, he says to Willow, I love you, and Willow does not respond. Nothing changes on her face. She doesn't say anything. 
Nothing happens. He says it so matter-of-factly, doesn't blush or anything, walks out of the room. Willow doesn't respond. End of scene. And I'm sitting there going, this is a major revelation. Stop. Why aren't we talking about this? And it just just goes right by. Well, I guess I didn't notice. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, it only stood out to me because I didn't even catch it the, like, the first time. I had to like think back because I like kind of registered it and then what stuck out was that willow didn't respond mm-hmm. like she didn't blush she didn't start giggling she didn't like nothing nothing yeah and then the rest of it was her malcolm story right yeah i don't remember when that when that goes away i feel like that goes away probably around the same time that the xander buffy crush goes away once they add more characters probably yeah probably when oz comes in because there's only so many characters in the show, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just the three of them, and then Angel, who's in and out, mm-hmm. and then there's Giles and Buffy's mom, and those are that's pretty much it. Well, if we look at the opening credits, it's Buffy, Willow, Xander, Giles, and Cordelia. Who was not in this episode. Correct. But she, if you look at the opening credits... Um, she is technically a... She's main cast. Yeah, she's, she's main, main cast. cast. Which is crazy. Because she's had two episodes she hasn't been in at all. Yeah, but she still gets paid for them because her name appears. Yeah, and then she's had another at least one or two episodes where she was in a scene. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the reason that they put her in like main cast and they did that is because originally Sarah Michelle Gellar auditioned to play Cordelia... And Charisma Carpenter auditioned to play Buffy, and they switched them. Uh, so I'm wondering if Joss Whedon was just like, I really like her. <laughs> gotcha. I want, like and I want to keep her. I want to keep her around. We've got to establish a little bit more first, and yeah. Then eventually, uh, but she sticks around forever because she's uh, an angel. Yes, yeah, she makes it all the way through season five. So she makes it all the way through the hundredth episode of Angel. There you go. Because the hundredth episode of Angel is about Cordelia. I think that's pretty much all I got. Like, Yeah. I mean, I had something about after Buffy was electrocuted, she has the, the line of, how's my hair? Yeah, that was a very Buffy line, and I hated it. But the thing is, the line is really, it's a very Buffy line, but it's a good line, just not where they had it. Like, it didn't, I mean, like, if you watch the whole scene, I guess it couldn't have happened at any other time, but it happened so early in the scene that it's a throwaway line and it's not funny. Feels more like the closing line of the yes, scene. And then exactly. you get a couple of shots of the of the boys like hemming and hawing over yeah like that would have been funnier it just felt like a missed opportunity it was though in fairness to uh the writers it was the first time that her hair has been even slightly askew yes and i think that's a point she just got electrocuted electrocuted. um but like i don't know it's a line that probably should have just been cut out because it happened at the beginning and it bothered me all right, well, next episode is entitled The Puppet Show. That'll be episode nine. Yeah, that uh, episode's not that great either. That's not that great, you think? Okay. Well, 
I think... It's interesting, but it's not that great. On this segment of Ryan Predicts Poorly, I think that Xander is going to get turned into a puppet and Giles is going to have to control him and do the voice. Because that's the content I want. I can guarantee that in the Buffyverse, someone gets turned into a puppet (laughs) at some point. Well, that brings us to the end of Buffy Season 1, Episode 8. I, Robot, you, Jane. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brittany. And don't forget... To not watch this episode. Don't watch this episode. It's real bad. Also, don't forget to run some virus protection on your computer. Just in case. Yep. You never know. You think Norton Antivirus is a slayer? Probably. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.